What is up, Ramblin' Raiders listeners? Welcome back to the podcast, episode 69. This is, remember, premium Texas Tech content with a laugh. We have a great episode in store for y'all tonight. We're truly honored to have, uh, you know, the guests that we do. We're going to get it in a second, but, um, you know, this is a, a must, a must-listen-to, must-see episode. I know everybody's getting antsy. There's a lot of anticipation with basketball season. Texas Tech fans are feeding right now for that basketball content, and so we're going to give it to them tonight. Uh, the best way we can, the only way we know how. Before we get into it, let me remind y'all, if you don't already, go ahead and follow us on um, all of our social media accounts. You know, we try to be interactive with our listeners and, and keep them up to date on our website, on our podcast, on everything that's going on. So follow us on Facebook. Our page is Ramblin' Raiders Podcast. On Instagram, it's at Ramblin' Raiders. And then on Twitter, it's at Ramblin' Raiders. Again, you know, we, we love to interact and, uh, you know, engage with our listeners. So, Feel free to reach out to us. Also, guys, if you haven't already, and, you know, it just means you're slipping, but you got to go rate, review, subscribe. It goes a long way with us, you know, in helping us grow this, this pod brand. And, um, you know, we've been blessed to, to have a lot of, you know, people come and tell us things are going well. So we like to hear, you know, the good and the bad, what y'all like, what you'd like us to work on, whatever it is, just tell your friends, tell your family, and uh, you'd be doing us a huge solid by, you know, rating, reviewing, and subscribing. And then lastly, before we dive into it, I just want to let everybody know that we did not forget about the Baylor game, all right? The, the glorious uh, butt bowl victory all day, uh, Garibay. I'm going to have to get used to saying his yeah, name man. a lot. What I mean, the guy's got ice in his veins. He's got steel in his legs. Look alive. Baylor fans will never forget the name because, uh, you know, he put on those in, in the, the butt bowl last Saturday. So we're, we're going to be covering that on – uh, probably later this week on Thursday or Friday, but stay tuned. That content, you know, will be coming out later this week. Uh, now, guys, we're this is a real experience. We're really excited to to have our our guest uh, guest of honor for this episode. He is, you know, a, a Hall of Famer, literally in the Hall of Fame at Texas Tech. Just a you know an icon, a Texas Tech legend. I mean, his name resonates with anybody who's associated with Texas Tech basketball in a very enormously positive manner because you know uh just watching him play for coach night back in the day was was something to behold i know lane and i both can can speak to that that we you know i i tried unsuccessfully to emulate his game let me put an emphasis on unsuccessfully <laughs> tried to emulate his game but you know we looked up to to uh to this him and uh, his teammates and we are very excited now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to present to you our guest for tonight's episode to help us go over some Texas Tech basketball, Coach Ronald Ross. Coach, how you doing? Doing good, man. First of all, thank you, man. I appreciate all the all the love and respect, man. It's uh, you know, it's very humbling for sure, man. Just want to say thanks for that for sure. Yeah, well, hey, man, it, it's uh, you know, watching you, like I said, watching the Coach Night days, it, it went a long way with a lot of people, man. Y'all, y'all really. Having our basketball program, uh, you know, on the rise and at a, at a really, you know, good level competitively. And, and you know, you, Jay Jackson, Daryl Dora, Alan Bosco. I mean, I think Lane and I could just go down the list, man. We, we were diehards. We still are. And so we're so happy to have you, man, on the podcast. What we're going to do is we're going to kind of break it down. Um, you know, I'm going to let you do kind of a quick little intro. And then I, uh, I think we, we have a lot of listeners that would be very interested to, you know, hear about your days at Texas Tech, kind of that nostalgia back, like I said, during the night era. And, and we're, we're going to get into some of your, you know, memories and times that you had at Texas Tech uh, playing basketball. And then after that, we got to talk about the 14th ranked, you know, Texas Tech Red Raiders coming in with a lot of hype, a lot of promise, you know, some transfer, uh, grad transfer, well, I guess not grad transfers, yeah, but some grad transfers, transfers, you know, young talent, 
you know, anytime you got Coach Beard out there, he's going to uh, have the people fired up and everyone's – I think they're ready to elect him mayor in Lubbock, man, and, and raise a statue. Oh, man. They're, they're, Almost. I mean, yeah, he's, he's <laughs> something else. But uh, real quick before we get into that – oh, and then at the end we'll do a, a quick little lightning round. It's lighthearted, a lot of fun. We usually do with our guests on the pod. Um, before we get going, though, you know, as far as I know you were on staff, you were helping out during the 2019 National Championship run. What, uh, for our, just to kind of give some context for our listeners, what are you up, like, what's new in the world of Ronald Ross? What, uh, what are you up to today? Okay, so, uh, you know, prior to finishing Texas Tech in my career, I immediately uh, did the, tried the NBA stint, ended up playing in Europe for 12 years, and then uh, prior to retiring, two weeks later, I took, uh, you know, I joined the coaching staff at Texas Tech. Yes, sir, man. So it was a really <laughs> Come home. Yeah, it was a really quick transition. Hopped right into it. Uh, me and Beard, you know, we uh, have a connection. He was an assistant for Bob Knight back in the day. Obviously, that was my connection to come back to Tech and just always had a huge respect for each other. And uh, I couldn't think of a better option than to come and, you know, be part of his staff and join what he was doing, just somebody as hungry as he is. So, uh, Literally uh, came back, man, and just, uh, you know, hop right into it. And, uh, you know, these past two years have passed. And during that process, just, uh, you know, just realized I needed to kind of slow down for a second, you know, be with my family a little bit more. Because, like I said, I played forever and just, you know, uh, you know I, I was able to get my master's degree while I was there at Tech. And, uh, you know, I just really jumped into the business world. I moved to Dallas, wanted things to slow down. I got a, a nine-year-old and a five-year-old. Hey. Uh, they're my world, you know, and obviously the wifey too. So it's just really wanted to, you know, dive into my family, man, be a great dad. I've always been able to play. I've always been able to be a part of basketball, but I just wanted to kind of for a little bit do something different and bigger than me for sure. Yeah. So like that, yeah, second stage of life, man. So, so critical. And I know, uh, you know, I was going to ask kind of where basketball is taking you in your career. You were just talking about all that traveling overseas. I mean, I'm sure, you know, the family time takes a hit. So much respect to you. That's awesome that. You know, sure. you're getting a, you know, getting to be, you know, full time dad or not full time, but you know, getting to be a dad and, and enjoy enjoy yeah. that side of life as well. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's in, it's incredible. So it's just something you kind of dream. It's like, oh, okay, now it's time for that. You know, you just kind of yeah. have a feeling it takes you over, and you know what you got to do. So that's kind of where I'm at. But I'm I'm enjoying it, man, and it's it's been really nice just to be able to do a lot of things that I'm doing now. Like I actually went to, uh, you know, living out here in Dallas, I went to a Dallas Cowboy game a few weeks ago. I was like. Gosh, I've never been off in the fall to even do anything like this if it wasn't at an actual university. And obviously being in Europe, I'm not going to be able to do that. So it was just kind of pretty cool to kind of do some different things in life and whatnot. It, it's fun getting to be a fan for once, right? Absolutely, man. To actually watch the game. Take a little practice. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Some people say it's more nerve-wracking watching than it is playing. <laughs> I agree. It, yeah, I can't imagine. My anxiety is at an all-time high just, you know, doing, not being involved with the sport. I was going to say, whenever we played in high school and a little bit in college, uh, that's what my parents used to tell me. They were like, man, like my dad was like, when I used to play, because he actually played football at Tech back in the 80s. Oh, and, nice. Uh, he was like, man, when I played, you know, it was like no sweat, overtime, close games, whatever. But he's like, watching you two play, it's like taking years off my life, man. He's like, being a fan is so much harder than being a player. Yes, because you want a joystick, you know. You want yeah, to yeah, get out there. Cool, like you are as a player, so it's a little different. Man, well, that's, that's very cool, dude. Glad. Uh, and you played how many years overseas? 12, 12. And, and did you stay like in one region or did you kind of move uh, around? I, yeah, I moved around. Uh, it, was, it was really pretty cool. So um, I didn't really know what to expect going overseas initially because I'm from a very small town, Hobbs, New Mexico. Then obviously I've lived in Lubbock. You know, it's very similar. It's just a bigger version of where I'm from originally. 
And man, I played, got to travel to 26 different countries, you know, so oh. it, was, it was incredible. I would have never imagined that basketball would be able to take me to places like that. And um, it, it was just unreal, like as far as like from Berlin to Rome, the Great Wall of China, uh, just man, it's a long list and it's really just an incredible blessing, man. Just always gave God the glory for all of that. And it and truly did, man. And it was, it was it was just pretty cool. But the interesting thing about it, it was the same values, you know, that I used at tech as far as winning, having good relationships, just being professional at all times. And man, it just it takes you from one place to the next if you kind of have the discipline to do that, you know, day in and day out. You know, it just it just kind of turns out pretty good for you. That's yeah, that's incredible, man. I'm jealous. I went on a Euro trip like two years ago. I think we hit maybe four countries. So you got me beat by a long shot, man. Oh man, I I never planned it. I never planned yeah, it. It was hey, well, that's 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 a, that's a really cool and unique experience, like you said. And you know, the fact that basketball can kind of take you so far on this yeah. journey, it's it's incredible. Um, all right, well, yeah, let's get into it. So uh, we'll start off before we talk about this year's team. Just looking back, because I know we have a lot of listeners that are my age, maybe a little bit older, and that you know, early two thousands. You know, they were. Uh, and we actually talked about before the pod. We were saying, you know, Mike Lee, Bobby Knight days. I mean, football was. You know, really doing it. Basketball was getting after it. I mean, I, it was just such a fun time to be. It's it's always a good time to be a Red Raider. You know, uh, that that stays with you no matter what through the ups and downs. But specifically, you know, as a kid growing up, where you know you're surrounded by Longhorns and Aggies everywhere down here in Galveston County, yeah. I was like, I was I was able to to talk some trash, you know, to my teachers, to my friends and stuff. So I was like, Texas Tech's on the right move, there. Baby. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, so, man. <laughs> so what's your uh, from a basketball standpoint, your favorite memory, um, and and I'm gonna get into kind of most memorable, you know, moment with Coach Knight. Obviously, you know, uh, most coach of, of, of all time in college, just an incredible, incredible uh, leader and mentor. But uh, just favorite memory from you know your, your days back at uh, Tech basketball related, you know, uh, whatever it may be. Kind of what to you was something that stands out in your mind as being just you know really significant. Uh, I mean, it's greatest memory as far as basketball, I definitely have to say, I have to say like, um, I have to go to a game. It's two different things. One of them is a the game. That was the Kansas game. when We went to double overtime after double overtime. And, yeah, you know, I'll, just, I'll never forget that. <laughs> you just, yeah, you just, you don't know how it's going to end, man. And you just know you got to keep going and keep going. And then, you know, the inevitable happens and then it's, it's like, oh, but you just got to keep going. And then, you know, Daryl Doyle knocks down the three and, and seals the deal and, it was just an incredible memory, man, just being able to hear that place so electrified. And uh, the fans, having your family there, it's just, it was an unbelievable, unbelievable game, you know, definitely amongst the top of my career. And uh, that's just definitely something I'll never forget for sure. Oh, yeah, God, I think there was a yeah. blizzard going on outside, too, in Lubbock. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm, I remember not being able to walk because I played like maybe 40, almost 50 minutes in that game, and I was like – Man, they, they, I must say they snowed y'all in there, and everybody was just – once you were in, man, it was it was, it was yeah. on. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, after the game, I didn't I – didn't, like, it was such a, an adrenaline rush, you couldn't even think about it. You probably weren't even thinking it was cold. You just yeah, woke up dude. pneumonia the you next morning. You could walk tank top, man, and been, <laughs> and been ready to go. Exactly. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, that my next one was going to be biggest win. That's, uh, you know, obviously got to be up there. And then I remember, too, specifically, man, when y'all beat uh, – you were a part of the, the, the Gonzaga, right, when y'all went to the Sweet 16? Yeah, yeah. The Gonzaga yeah. was another big one for sure, man. That was incredible because just how loaded they were, how talented that team was in the stage. You know, they had all these future NBA stars as well as uh, the UCLA team that we played before. That's you right. know, Aaron Apollo, right. Jordan Farmer, they all went first yeah. round as yeah. well and went to the final four that next year. 
Oh, that's right. I was trying to remember. I was talking to Lane who the guy on Gonzaga was that uh, – was it Morris? Brandon? Yep. Adam Morrison. Adam Morris, Adam man. Morris, yeah. He was so – like, I remember his story being incredible because he had, yeah. I think, like, diabetes, right? And he uh, – they were talking about it during the game that he would, like, get insulin shots yeah. while he was playing, man. I'm like, dude, that, that puts in a whole different perspective for you, you know? Yeah, man, absolutely. No, big respect for that that was, Man, he was unreal. Like, I, I thought I was pretty tough. That's a pretty tough guy there, too. Yeah, so. absolutely. He was, he was definitely admirable, for sure. But I'll tell you what, man, we we have Gonzaga's number. It seems like y'all got y'all had it back in the day, and then we got him in 2019, yeah. too. So that was cool, man. Um, getting into, you know, Coach Knight, like we said, I uh, man, just – I remember we actually – I don't uh, – you know what year that was at A&M? We, we, we met him one time. We, were, we, we went to a game with, uh, with our parents in College Station. Okay. It was when uh, Jerry has hit that the game winner, the winner, dude. And we were—I swear—we were the only, like, damn near the only Tech fans in there, man. I mean, Lane's, you know, like, yeah, yeah. running, up, running yeah. up and down the, the uh, in, in the stands. And after the game, we went and waited by the bus. I remember Coach Knight came out and he, he talked to us for a little while, and that's like just something you know I'll never forget. Cool, yeah. We we went through his uh, his basketball camps growing up, and and um, you know, just a, a unique experience for you. Playing for a guy of that caliber, you know, in the in the grand scheme of college basketball, like you know, Coach K, I mean, he's up there with the wooden, like I mean, with the highest of yeah of accolades for coaches. What what was it like, you know, uh, playing under Coach Knight, and, and maybe like a, a memorable experience uh, playing playing for him? Yeah, um, man, like you said, I mean, he's a very prestige coach, uh, just. Uh, you know, just amongst the top when it comes to, be, you know, best basketball college coaches of all time. He was definitely, you know, obviously has a reputation of reputation of being intense and, you know, getting on your butt, not being the traditional coach saying what he thinks and when he thinks it and whatnot. And, you know, it, it was pretty cool because uh, as, for me as a player, you know, I was uh, I always knew that he was going to be honest with me. You know, whether you like you have like after all these years being in the business of basketball and everything, you always want people that are going to be very direct with you, you know? And for me, like I, t I came on uh, as a walk-on, as you know, obviously it was like, you know, a walk-on the first two years, my junior, senior got on scholarship and then obviously was able to uh, leave the school as like a first team All-American, most winning his player at Tech, and then have the honor of being like, uh, you know, Hall of Fame this year. That's right, man. Hall of Fame this year. So it was just like, but I would say he was really the, he was kind of the – he was the reason for all of that, honestly, man. He just – from that point, I never felt like, oh, oh, you know, he was always honest. He always showed that he cared about you. He was very intelligent. He made you, you know, focus on the fundamentals. And it was just a day-to-day -day process. You know, like my experience with him was really good because it was just – I was bought in. You know, if he told me to do something, I was always focused on what he was telling me to do, not how he was telling me to do it. You know, so mm – -hmm. Wait, maybe he maybe used a couple of choice words to tell me how to do something. But I knew what he was saying. And, and you know, I kind of came from a, you know, tough love family. So he was kind of like right up my alley to want to learn from and just take those lessons from. And then you just, you know, you're kind of on this journey with him and you're playing these years. You're meeting people like Jerry West, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's doing movies with like Adam Sandler. All these people are like in your locker room and you're just like a kid from a small town. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. Oh, this is like, you know, and he, you're getting all this history and it was like, Funny thing I always tell people, I was like, man, we were, we were pretty good. You know, Andre Emmett was a man. Okay. You have all these, like, incredible things that were going on. But it was like Coach Knight was an absolute rock star any city oh. you went. You know, just oh, everybody yeah. loved him. They had a huge respect for him. And just his, you know, his, his style and just his reputation was just 
I don't know. It was it was unreal, man. So it was pretty cool to be able to play for him. I enjoyed it, honestly, and um, absolutely have no regrets because he gave me that opportunity and I was able to take advantage of it. And without him, it would have never happened for me. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's one of those things that you said, we kind of came from the, the you know, hard knocks, you know, tough love family. And yeah. it, it's like as a player, you know, back in the day, it's, you know, you respect a coach that, that is going to be straight up with you, like you said, you know, gets after you. And, yep. it, uh, you know, is willing to kind of light into you, you know, and you're like, man, he, he's going to get the best out of me and push me to where I need to go. And, I mean, he got he got a lot out of you guys, man. Y'all y'all competed and played really hard. So, I'll never forget whenever he, you know, uh, I mean, I was just young enough to kind of understand the the magnitude of when he came to Texas Tech. You know, this is like one of the yeah, most yeah. Legit, I mean, this is like, you know, like we just said, most one of the most prolific guys in, in the game. Uh, doing these movies, I remember watching Night School. That was yeah, that was yeah. hilarious, man. It's like reality TV with walk-ons, and yeah, he, yeah. So his personality was like. I mean, he could have been. He could have been a like. He's a rock star. He could have been a movie guy, honestly. He was yeah, so for fun. sure, absolutely, for sure. Uh, I'll never forget uh, when we went to the basketball camp for uh, Coach Knight. He's his famous line. He walked down the stairs as all the parents are leaving. You know, he said, "Take a good look. Say goodbye to your mom because we're not your mom's not going to exit." You know, he used some choice words then too, and I was like, "All right, this is a real deal, man." Yeah, it's, it's like cool. a bunch yeah. of sixth graders. You were like, yeah. "I don't want to mess with this dude. He's, he's, you know." Yeah, and he had that personality where he'd make a joke. You don't know if you're supposed to laugh or you're just supposed <laughs> yeah. to. Yeah. It's just odd. Yeah, you know, yeah. just real quick, you just like back kind of smile and like hesitate, and if he like gives you the thumb, you know, then you you, you can proceed. exactly, yeah, <laughs> always talking to eggshells for sure. Oh, that's yeah, that's awesome. So you you, uh, you just talked a second ago about you know being inducted into the the uh, is it, is Ring of Honor, right? Is the is what they call it? Hall of Fame. The, 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 yeah, yeah, Tech yeah. Hall of Fame. Um, coming in this year with an absolutely loaded class, you had Graham Harrell, Michael Crabtree, and this kind of falls into the next you know question I was going to ask you. Being a part of the Red Raider family, you know, what, what does that mean to you? What has, uh, has Texas Tech propelled you to do and, and allowed you to do? And, and you know, being, being in the Hall of Fame, obviously with the, like I just said, you know, loaded, absolutely stellar um, class of 2020. Like, what, I guess, you know, what is that, uh, the impression that's left you with? And just what, what does it mean to you to be a part of this, you know, to be a part, be a Red Raider and be a part of the Texas Tech culture? Man, honestly, it's it's probably the most humbling feeling, you know, I've ever had. Like, because when I came, uh, I left Texas Tech, you know, obviously my senior year, I really took off and was able to have, like, you know, a career, I mean, a, a year I couldn't even dream of. But it went really well. Left, like I said, came back. And then once I, you know, got started seeing the fans and the people coming back around, I didn't realize there were so many people connected to what we were doing back then when we were playing and just the respect and the love and just how genuine people were. And you talk to them over the years, you get letters, a couple of emails, you know, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is. And you talk, but you just, you know, it was just a different feeling once I came back, joined the staff. It was just around a lot more Red Raiders on a daily basis. And just seeing how much it meant to you, it meant to them, you know, because the feeling is mutual. I mean, when you're a player or say you're a fan, it's just a great appreciation for it, man. It's like you're in this together and then you down the road 10, 15 years from now, from then or whatever, and you're just in the whatever at a bar watching a game and the feeling's still the same right there cheering on the Red Raiders, man. And it's just it's just something special, man. It's just a real, real familyhood and it's just it's incredible, really. I'm at a loss of words for it. And I don't know, it's it's not something I didn't take for granted when I left immediately, but you know, just being so far away, I was just naturally disconnected. 
So when I got back, I was really able to just embrace that tech culture and just see how much it really meant to me for sure. We, we always joke around. It's funny, you know, you go to Austin, Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, you know, hell, you might be somewhere else. When you, it's like when you run into a Texas tech person anywhere, you immediately feel this like connection and this bond, you know, it's like, yeah. Hey, we, you know, it, it, uh, we actually joked around our podcast a while back. I can't remember what episode it was, but uh, someone wrote in a mailbag question about, you know, being a Texas Tech fan, even if I didn't go there, is it, is it, uh, you know, am I like a t-shirt fan? And I was like, we don't have t-shirt fans, man. Like UT A&M, you know, you get the, the say like and you didn't actually go there. I was like, yeah. if you like Texas Tech, it means you have some kind of Connection. deep family tie. Like there's a, there's a reason behind that. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we don't have any Fairweather fans. I mean, when our team is down, we're, we're still like this, you know, like it's, it's, we're still connected. So it, it is unique. I think it's a cool perspective that you put on it, that it's like from a player standpoint, how, you know, you always have that, that tie in with the fans still. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's, it's, it's definitely something to uh, be grateful for. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, cool. Well, let's, let's now get into, you know, I know, like I said uh, in the intro that with the way 2020 has been, just kind of the hectic chaotic year that is, we're praying and hoping that you know COVID numbers can go down and we can actually get a season you know maybe played as long as these guys are safe and and you know well taken care of. But it's it's uh, the hype right now. You know the, the anticipation I should say amongst Red Raider Nation. Everybody wants you know they're ready for this this basketball season to start. They're ready for basketball content. I mean we have people telling us, hey y'all just need, like let's get basketball. You know like all right nine days we're close. Okay we're close. But uh, with all the hype this year, preseason, you know, uh, 14, a uh, lot of big, you know, Mac McClung, got some big transfers coming in, big name guys. Um, got, you know, uh, Tyler Edwards, you know, coming up through, I mean, he's going to be a really good player this year and a, a crucial yep. component yep. of what we're doing because he's been through the system. You know, you have uh, 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 Joel is now eligible. You know, it's like all these pieces are kind of falling into place. Yeah. Beard, of course, is like the mastermind, the puppeteer, man, just, you know, getting it, getting it all uh, set up right. You know, how, how good uh, do you think this team can be and, and what's their ceiling? I know, you know, there's a lot of hype and sometimes you come in and, and uh, for you, you know, what's your feeling your going in on really what this team's ceiling is? Uh, I think I, I really like this team a lot. Obviously, like you said, it's absolutely loaded from – all the returning players to your, you know, your Namari Burnett's, the Nate yeah. Peavy's, all these guys. And like you said, uh, there, there'll be some, uh, there, it's going to, it's, it's exciting. It's really hard to say because I know that, like, regardless of which team they have, it's going to sound funny, but I know Coach Beard has been preparing them the right way. Obviously, yeah. you know, you have to take a different precaution because of COVID, but, you know, these guys are going to come prepared and, He's going to come and coach him like it's his last season ever to coach basketball and just have him prepared on a day-to-day -day basis. Like a thing I always tell people uh, about like when we made it to the national championship game is like when we played that very first game of the season, it was the same preparation we played the championship game. So nothing really changed. It was just constantly trying to get better. You know, we got that game in front of us. We're just going to – like Texas Tech's probably been talking about the first game on their season since the beginning and that is it there's no like obviously there's a bigger goal of wanting to be the national champion being the big 12 champion so on and so forth but you know the focus is so intense on the short-term goal that's what that's just really what makes beard special and with this group of guys man it's just you, you you really don't know what to expect honestly but you can expect great things for sure you know it's just they're so deep they're so talented and you got great players like you know you probably didn't hear a lot about last year like uh 
Clarence Madonley from France. Mm -hmm. He'll be, I think he's a potential breakout player, really tough kid, uh, just super talented. And once it clicks from him, clicks in him, he's going to be a great one for sure. And of course, uh, TJ Shannon as well. He'll be somebody to really look forward to watching as well. And you mentioned, of course, Kyle and some of the other ones, but I'm really excited to see these guys and see what they do because I know they're going to, uh, they're going to, you know, they've been giving it all they got. You know, I've kept, keep relationships with them. Although I'm not coaching, I still talk to these guys and just kind of mentor them when I can and just kind of, you know, just stay their friend, keep that relationship rolling. Absolutely. No, that's, that's, I mean, that's what you look for, I think, in a coach, as a player's coach, a guy that can make those relationships and make them last. So Absolutely. I'm sure, I'm sure they, they're, they're missing you, but they're enjoying keeping up, you know, keeping up and, and in contact as y'all do, which is great. Um, you know, you, you talked about players you're excited for, and, and Clarence, he's one of is, is I agree. I mean, he's all him and Spurs. He has that burst of speed. It, it goes by a guy, and you're like, damn, this dude, you know, kind of catches up with game and everything and comes together. I mean, he, he's yeah, got yeah. major upside to him. Yeah, he's extremely scrappy. Yeah, he I mean, he, he'd get all over the floor. He's kind of ready to die yeah. for a ball. I mean, so that, that's really exciting to see a guy that goes all out like that. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Got to have it. Oh, you got to. And, and I like what you said, too, about, you know, it, it was kind of like the same thing with, you know, 19. You had Matt Mooney transferring. You know, we, we heard of him. Never, you know, didn't really watch him. Same thing with Tariq Owens. It's like you, you knew the pieces were there, but you just didn't know how they were going to mesh together. And then, you know, uh, it, that inside of Beard, you know, his preparation being so consistent and thorough, it's like what you saw, I got the game it was exactly. I remember at one point in the season, like you saw that momentum building and then he had a shot and was like, this is a top, this is a top four team. I mean, this team can make it to the final yeah. four. They, uh, we blew somebody out. Maybe it was TCU at home. I remember – uh, they had yep. that sequence where it was like uh, Tariq or uh, Culver Tariq with a jam. Then he comes down, uh, Tariq gets a block, and then uh, Moro throws that alley-oop. That's like one of the most electric sequences. Yeah, yeah. it was unreal. Yeah. And you're right. It was TCU. So, yeah, it was definitely unreal, man, for sure. And, yeah, so, you know, salute to what you just said. Like, them guys, man, they were they were playing good. We, we had a solid, but it was just like it kept hitting that wall. But when they broke through – the whole nation knew about it. Oh, it was yeah. like, kept awesome. Big 12, like, nine, you know, like, yeah. it was just unreal, man. And it was just like, hey, these guys are the real deal. Matt Mooney, like, oh, yeah. Tariq, and they were just so together and so hungry. So that was the difference. So I think with this new team, man, if they can stay hungry and they're motivated with, like, by team goals, uh, there's, it's going to be scary what they can do. But, you know, it's going to have to be a team mentality for it to happen for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll never forget, like, for 2019, you know, every year we, we do, uh, like, either office pools or family pools, you know, doing our March Madness brackets. And, you know, occasionally we'll do one where we take the tech pretty far, we're like, you know, bracket and all that. And then uh, in my work one, I, I took them to the Final Four, and I was like, no, this is legit, dude. Like, I, I'm at, I, yeah. I can do this with confidence with this team because I really think they can make it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was uh, it was really exciting. And I guess another thing I'll ask: what what was that run like? I mean, we were in Minneapolis for the Final Four, uh, three of us. I know I'm pointing off screen for all of our listeners. Usually, you know, oh, here today, he's 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 our facilitator tonight. He's got all of our tech, you know, technology working, and he's he's the sound guy. But uh, he's he's with us physically and uh, you know emotionally, <laughs> spiritually. Awesome. But uh, but yeah, I mean that game. I'll, I'll Michigan never forget State it, game. you know. It's yeah. the Michigan State game because we actually had to fly back for work for the national championship. But, dude, the atmosphere, un incredible, just unreal experience. I mean, going out that night, again, you know, we talked about being around just random, 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 random
you know, I know we had one more left, but everyone, you know, it's like we won the Super Bowl. Everyone was so pumped and excited to see this team, you know, fulfilling the goals that y'all always knew we could reach. What, uh, you kind of walk us through that. I mean, what, what was that, that, that run in the tourney like? Oh man, it, it was it was really unreal. I thought we it was, it was just like a blessing to have the schedule we had, you know, because we had some tough teams in the beginning, as far as Buffalo, and you know, and just kind of get into Michigan. So I'll get straight to Michigan and straight to the point. You know, you kind of did you have the success, you beat these teams, you get to where you need to be, and they're like, uh, yeah, they're, they're not going to beat this team. They're just Tech had a great run that was awesome. That was it. You know, they, it's like you're already counting. I was like. Yeah. Are y'all really going to disrespect these guys? Yeah. So obviously you're getting all of that through the media and whatnot. Yeah. And the guys just show up and just absolutely, absolutely dominate. You know, just oh, they were yeah. ready. They were hungry. They felt totally disrespected. And it was just like, it's like, wow. These, like We knew they're like, obviously we believe in our players as coaching staff, but it was just another edge of being out there. And it was just really personal. And the guys were like, you know, they did it. And then Gonzaga came. We knew how big that game was. You were just like, again, a bunch of incredible players, NBA prospects. You know, you got everybody there watching the game and so many people that you're like, oh, wow, that's actually, you know, but you can't get starstruck or whatnot. You got to stay focused in between the lines. But, Will Ferrell. Uh, there. Huh? Will, Will Ferrell. I remember he, he was in attendance to that Tech Gonzaga game for whatever yeah. reason. Really? See, I didn't even see. Obviously, I'm like, okay. that's awesome, though. So I just think I think all of that stuff's so cool too, man. And then I think uh, who else was there that was straight across from a bitch? Nipsey Hustle was there. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that. That was, was cool. cool. Yeah, and with yeah, Francis, Francis and their connection, exactly. yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. So, um, but yeah, man. So, anyways, we played Gonzaga, man, and just kind of tough game, unbelievable. But the guys, man, just together, there was the the like probably the best example of being a team playing against a team that tough of their caliber and just pulling it together to get the win. You know, Morrill came through with some huge shots and everybody just played well. So that was incredible. And then it's like, oh, we made the final four, but it does, man, it just, it felt surreal. Like you really just like, oh, really? We're going to like, okay. But it's like, you still got a game, you know, so you're here and it's completely different, man. It's an, it's a, it's a true event. And you know, obviously you are there. So it's like, oh, I've never been to the final four. So it was definitely like, I was like, wow. You know, I was definitely impressed all the things the way they do it they just do such a fantastic job with it so it was incredible to see that but uh we win the game against Michigan State Matt Mooney absolutely balls out just sure. an absolute killer that game and obviously everybody else played well but he just took it to another level that game and I was just like oh that's my guy but he was always my, he's always been my guy he's really a good friend of mine and, and uh man you get you do that and it's like you think it's over but it's like we didn't think it was over. It was like, hey, guys, we still got another game. Like, all these people are like, hey, you know, like, we didn't win it yet, you know. And, yeah. Lubbock almost burned down, I think, after that. Oh, man. Game. I was uh, glad uh, David DeSoto, so I, you know, I didn't get hurt or anything they, out there. <laughs> they took Broadway yeah. being lit to a whole new level, dude. Yeah. Unbelievable, man. Like, that's, like, stuff that wanted, you know, Broadway to burn down or nothing. But yeah, 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 yeah. To get, I don't want to say that's never going to happen again, but – you know, it's, it's hey, man, bring it on. If, if winning brings all of that, let's bring on that winning, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we like winning, man. And, yeah, you're, no, you're right. It's Final Four. I mean, you can have good teams. Uh, I mean, the, the, you know, Dukes of the world, you know, it's, it's making a Final Four is a big deal, no matter who you are, it is, man. what your program is. And I've uh, been lucky enough to go to one in Houston um, when Butler and Duke played uh, for a natty and then nice. one in, with Tech. And it's, okay. like you said, it's the event in itself. If you're, if you're a diehard college basketball fan, it's got to be a bucket list. Uh, you know, even if you're not a diehard fan of the teams, like the, the, the experience in itself is amazing. 
Absolutely, man. It's, it's yeah, it's kind of hard to be like, hey, so how was this? Like, you have to be there for me to truly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy-two thousand people like watching a basketball game. game. It's a little different, you know. You yeah, definitely got to be there. But yeah, man, it was super cool, though, man. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, last thing before we get to our speed rounds, I know we don't want to keep you too late, man. Especially you know on a school night, you talking about the little ones, you know. I know you guys have a routine you got to get to here at night, but our um, last thing is, is Coach Beard. You know, we talked about Coach Knight and and uh, everything that comes with that, and and his just personality, his leadership, and and you know all of his capabilities of, of being you know who he is, the great the great coach that he was. I mean, Chris Beard, it, it would seem to everybody right now, is falling in it exactly in his footsteps, right? I mean, he, he comes in with that just toughness, that mental toughness, and and you know, as you just told us, consistency, and you can tell that the players really respect him, that they, they love, you know, working for him, that when he gets to him, they take that, and they take that criticism, and then they do something special, you know, because he's excellent from what we can tell, like, you met the guy, but looks like an excellent motivator, what about Chris Beer? I know you touched on it a little bit a second ago, but his philosophies and approach, uh, what about Chris Beard has, has – I mean, he just came into Texas Tech and he just set on fire immediately. With, you know, I know if you were kind of, you know, up and down, but being able to – and you can hear, you know, a, a good team from uh, Tubby Smith, so it wasn't <laughs> like a – you know, in shambles or anything, but what he was able to just take from that and then – you know, get it to where it is now and recruiting. He, you know, he's, he looks on his way to be one of the best, you know, one of the most exceptional. And I know we love having him. We love watching him. Uh, at, you know, a guy who's played basketball, he just seems like a guy that – a coach that you that you would want to play for, you know. So uh, talk us through your relationship with Beard and kind of, you know, what's what's the – this? I know they say the secret's in the dirt. You know, what – like, I mean, how, like, how does he do it? You know, how does he got this program to where it is almost overnight? He's a, uh, I mean, I mean, if you, obviously uh, everybody knows his story, but just to talk about him, he's just absolutely resilient, man. Just an absolute competitor, you know, always hungry, under, like, you know, underdog mentality, you know, and he just knows what it's like to be counted out, you know. And mm-hmm. so, he, you know, obviously got a lot of great lessons being under Coach Knight for all of them years. And actually, through, you know, I got, I saw a lot of Coach Knight in him. And, uh, you know, these past two years, I was part of the staff, but he's definitely his own self. And um, he's just, uh, he's just extremely hungry, man. Like you never see somebody that will take day-to-day process as serious as he does, you know, like tomorrow is the championship day and that's kind of how Beard approaches it. Incredible guy. He's, he cares for his players, uh, cares for his staff. Um, and he's, he's willing to do whatever it takes to get it done, whether it's being up at five in the morning and finishing that too, you know, he just wants to give it all he has. So when he looks back, there's going to be no regrets, you know. And if he does, he's going to know exactly what happened or where he can improve. And he's just constantly wanting to learn, constantly open to other people's ideals. He's not a coach that's necessarily, oh, okay, I know it all. Okay, let's just do that. He's constantly going to take everything in as a sponge. He's going to put his own touch on it. But I think the, his ability to constantly want to grow, his will to actually always want to grow, is what's going to continue to make him a better and better and better coach as, as he continues to coaches. And that's really what the big difference is with him. He's just constantly at it, you know, constantly open, constantly understanding that aspect player, or that, that concept of um, team unity, you know, the culture and whatnot. So it's, it's just a lot of them factors, 
that that come into it. And it, I know that sounds like a lot, and it could be a lot of different things. But if I can think of, you know, really explain Coach Beard to you, it's just that day-to-day process. And just one day at a time, man. Just, you got to take care of your 24. And he does that on a day-to-day basis to earn the next day and then earn the next day. And he's a guy that's trying to own the day, not rent it, you know, for say. So he gives it everything he got. He's also, I'll say, uh, his, his interview skills, I feel like, are starting to match Bobby Knight, man. He's got that quick wit. And he's got some good one-liners he's been, he's been throwing out there. Uh-huh. So he's fun to watch, you know, on the court and in the press conferences after. Oh, for sure. Now, he's def- definitely good on the press conference. He's going to need a little bit more. I don't know if he wants yeah, to catch Bob Knight, but he's pretty oh, good. Yeah. Sure. I will say, but I mean, from what, like, I mean, Lane, Lane just talked about script, man. that line with the mom yeah. stuff. I mean, <laughs> they don't make him like Bobby Knight anymore, man. I mean, that was just so, so unique. And Yeah, he's one-on-one for sure. But, I mean, Chris Beard is too, but you're right, man. He's – He's definitely great. And, man, and even in his interviews, if you ever met him, I don't know if you have, but he's, he's just so easy to talk to, man. So down to earth, normal guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, when it oh, comes yeah. to ball, he's extremely intense. But, man, just so down to earth, such a good person, big heart, man, really funny. You know what I mean? You love being around him. Oh, that's oh, – you, you can kind of see that in, both in, in the way he interacts with his staff, the way he interacts with his players. He just seems like he's an easy guy to get along with and make that connection. Absolutely, man. I just can't wait till I drive back to Lubbock for a game and I'm going down Chris Beard Avenue, you know. Yeah, so, right. so oh, it's it's going to happen for sure. Are you see a statue somewhere? Or? I think somebody already started to go fund me somewhere for a new highway or a statue or something. So Wouldn't be surprised, man. Wouldn't hey, be surprised at all. You, you take Tech to a national championship, man. They're, they're going to love you forever. And, uh, I know, man. He deserves that love. He's a great coach. Sure. All right. Well, uh, now that we've gotten to our last portion, this is something we've done. We actually adopted it from another Texas Tech podcast, the uh, Guns Up Nation podcast, and we, we thought it was kind of a fun thing that we do with our uh, people that we have on our guests. A little cheaper at the end, you know, reminiscing on the heydays, the glory days, you know, where you like to hang out, kind of things you like to do. What uh, to you, and we got four of them here, it looks like, uh, favorite place on campus? You know, this could be like maybe where you spent most of your time, like, school oh. um it, it can you know united spirit arena or wherever oh. or uh, the sub you know where like for you what was your favorite place to kind of be at and hang out on uh, hang out at rec center rec center okay so, yeah, 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 yeah. i remember going there funny story is it used to be a big part of my basketball career at tech i was having off days and definitely it was i was going there without any permission but i'd go to the rec and play some games man i was just say i was a little off or whatever the case i'd take a day go play at the rec and obviously, it would go pretty good, get all my confidence back. Yeah. Obviously, didn't get hurt, thank God. But yeah. we'd go back to practice the next day, man, and have a game coming up, and I was ready to roll. Like, it was kind of my little, you know, place of therapy and whatnot. Man, when I uh, well, I transferred from Millsaps College, I was playing D3 basketball for two years to Texas Tech, you know, and I got uh, into the wreck, and, and, you know, I'm in shape way, way better than I am now. And so I'm playing you know, good, good, and I get over a football season. Those football guys are coming. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to run a game with these guys and see, see what I can do. Dude, <laughs> I was like, okay, now now I see what they talk about between D3 and D1. I was like, holy hell, man. Like, I can't keep up with these dudes. They're, it was uh, it, right at that point on, I was like, Nick, man, you and me are going one-on-one in the backcourts now, man. I can't, I can't be seen out here. <laughs> man, some of them football players are so athletic, man. I was telling oh, people, like, they've done some stuff I've never seen before. Like, there's yeah. some freaks out there. You don't get to see it all the time on the football field, but some of them guys are unbelievably gifted. It was fun to watch. I was like, I'm going to post up on the three-point line, kick it every once in a while, hit a three, and then that's, that's about all I'm good for out here. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the wreck, uh, that's, uh, you know, we, we spent a lot of time up there when Absolutely. we were in college. Um, 
the facility in itself is amazing. I mean, the way yeah, they've done a great job with that, man, for sure. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, all right, let's uh, go to the next one. Is is you know favorite restaurant or bar uh, in Lubbock that, that you like to you know go go uh, waste some money at? Man, uh, bar college days. We have a couple days. Yeah. I don't think we have anymore. It used to be conference. I think it's Blue Sky now. Anymore, but they had it when they had there. there. Yeah, yeah, it's Blue Sky now where it's at. Well, I believe where it's yeah. at. But uh, yeah, so that and then uh, used to like uh, Chimneys, of course. Course, you know, had you know, it was just a, good, a lot of good times there, and uh, that was cool. On you know, as far as you know, when we had some time, got a little time to do anything, would do that. But uh, as far as rest restaurants, oh man, it was just back then, man, it was different. You didn't have as many, you know, you had your couple, like that's when Chili's and Applebee's was cool, so it was <laughs> like you just like, like, oh, okay, but uh, no, oh, man, I, I don't know, I, I don't really got a Josie's burritos, man. I just oh, yeah, yeah, that place. Yeah. Now, used to, back in the day, I don't know how it is now. I, have, I didn't go there when I was back recently, but y'all know back in the day, it used to be kind of the go-to spot. Yeah, yeah no, we, we used to uh, hit up Josie's. Uh, I know, I think Lane and I kind of like a late-night spot a yeah. little bit sometimes. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you what, man, it's funny you say conference, though, because uh, I remember waking up some Sunday mornings, man, looking at my bank account <laughs> going, looks like I'm, I'm uh, eating bread and water for the next uh, – <laughs> For the next week, man, because we we go over there and it was a lot of fun. We, we blew a lot of cash, and, and then Chimmy's is like a rite of passage, right? I mean, everybody. Yeah. yeah. You got you got to have your Chimmy days, and uh, and then Joseph. Sure. Good good answers, man, from the veteran himself. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so favorite place, and this is I guess kind of goat ties into it's uh, the the last question, but as far as socializing goes, and this can be, I mean, we used to love like pool days and love. Um, you know, some students like going to like the student union building, like playing pool and stuff. Uh, you know, kind of a place to hang out. And I mean, if you want to double down on like chimneys or conference <laughs> here, you can. But as far as like you know, what you did, like when y'all went out and socialized, what was your your honey hole, man? Your spot you wanted to be at? Man, it's kind of weird because we're always always at the gym for the most part. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? So it's kind of hard. Like you had those places which you did go out from time to time, but we never had like a. You had like study hall, but you're supposed to be studying, but nobody, everybody would study. But it's like <laughs> everybody's attention span <laughs> like 30 minutes long, and then you're talking for 30 minutes. And it's like, All right, guys, get back to work. Yeah. So it's kind of, kind of one of those. But uh, man, it was, it was really hard. I mean, outside of that, I mean, people did socialize at the rec. That was another place where sometimes you didn't like you'd play most of the time, but a lot of there would just be so many different groups that would meet up there, whether it's football, baseball, mm. basketball. You know, you just kind of hang out, talking. Yeah, you know, just kind of catch up there, man, and then just kind of build some relationships there. So that was kind of a good socializing place outside of just playing sports or working out, whatever you did there. But that was a good spot. But, man, I don't know, man. Just for me, my favorite spot would probably be the locker room, man. Nothing happens. Like, the best memories are in the locker room and just, you know, some of the things that happen, happen there. It's just some really tough times, some really great times, funny times. You laugh, you cry. But it's just, like, a lot of enjoyable memories for sure. Yeah, well, like, it's like that journey, you know, you go through it with your teammates, you, you make that bond that, you know, is like sacred, man. I mean, it's, it's something yeah, exactly. for the rest of your life. And, uh, and so that's, that's awesome. I definitely get that. Um, and then I, I, guess, I guess the last one, you know, you talk about going to the rec and, and playing uh, basketball there, but favorite hobby out of basketball while, while you were a student? Mm. Studying, hey, right? <laughs> Library. <laughs> Library, there you go. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Oh, man, actually, man, I was so addicted to basketball, guys. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, we, I stayed in Jefferson Commons, like, two years. 
and they'd be like, I would be looking like finish practice. I'd be a little tired. I'd be like, let's go do that. You know, so my hobby was really basketball. Like I love to be there and it sounds weird, but I enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Like I'd go with one of the managers and we'd work out. His name's Perker Meeks, by the way. Great guy. Incredible dude. Uh, but uh, we'd go work out, man. And we was in the gym so much that he literally, like, we'd have, like, contacts at the end with our left hand. He literally turned himself into a left-hand shooter and still shoots <laughs> left-handed to this day. And he's, like, pure. Like, he's money. He's cash when he shoots. So, he's, uh man, just being in that gym, man, I just love it. You know, whether I was playing pickup somewhere or going somewhere else, that was probably my hobby. You know, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, nothing else I wanted to do. So, I was kind of sick a little bit with it. But I have no regrets, man. I absolutely loved it. Hey, it you know, showed it on the showed, court, yeah. man. That's why, you're, that's why you're in the Hall of Fame at Texas Tech, dude, because uh, – we were actually doing some highlights on YouTube before we did this because I was like, man, it's been a while since I looked at some of these. And, yeah, I can definitely see why you like playing basketball so much, man. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. The stuff that you, you excel yeah. at. But, uh, man, again, you know, Coach Ross, I know you're not coaching anymore, but that's one of those names. Oh. It's one of those names that sticks with you forever, you know. it's uh, I yeah. Call it. yeah, you always, you know, you have a coach or you coach once, like that's just your coach. Now. It's just how, yeah. That's how <laughs> yeah. Who knows, man, I might come back to the coaching world one day, you know, just right, not right now. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, uh, we just want to thank you again. You know, this has been uh, really, you know, as we talked about in the beginning, a surreal experience for us. You know, it's crazy watching you play when you were in college and we were younger. Now we're doing this podcast. And, and, you know, Texas Tech basketball is being where they're at right now. It's, you know, uh, you know, the old fans, new fans, old players, players now. It's like this this culture, this vibe we got going on the bat as far as the basketball end of things is, is unreal. And, um, you know, this is this getting to cover this, you know, talk to pick your brain on your times at Tech. Also, your experience with Coach uh, Beard and, and these guys, these players is, is uh, going to be, you know, invaluable to not only us, but to our listeners. I know they're going to really enjoy getting to hear your perspective on this, man. So uh, we'll see what happens this season, man. Maybe we'll get you back on the podcast. Absolutely, man. And just real quick, man, thank you guys for everything, man. Really, I know we got we go back and. But y'all are the guys that really make it special, man. And I enjoy this a lot, man. Look forward to seeing y'all grow and grow and grow. And, you know, hey, get all the success out there, man. Keep going. I love yeah, that's good. Uh, and it'd be great to be part of it in the future. Appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate it, man. We, you know, grew up, loved Texas Tech and decided, you know, finally to maybe, maybe if we put it down on the microphone, some people would want to listen. So uh, it's been a better time than now. That's right. That's right. It's been a, it's been a fun ride. But uh, I'm going to get our, our, our uh, tactician over here, Nick to come end our call. But again, Coach Ross, we thank you, man. Uh, we can't wait to put this out to all of our listeners, to Red Raider Nation. It's going to be a great year. We're looking forward to good basketball. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thanks yeah. a lot. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, here, we'll uh... – That was awesome, guys. <laughs>